0: with joe and viva merry christmas because it's still christmas
1: still christmas and uh we are definitely very busy this christmas yeah it's been uh we're gonna maybe not talk too much about sort of the the rome stuff today we're gonna maybe spend a little bit of time talking about our little family traditions that we have and of course we'll always touch about how this relates to our crazy journey to rome but right now actually we're um we spent what three days at my parents' place doing sort of our traditional Polish
0: Christmas stuff. Christmas
1: Eve stuff, and uh, now we're at Jumiew's place for uh, for New Year's.
0: Just in the suburbs of Montreal. Um, so to go back to Christmas, um, the way it works in, I guess, in every Polish household, probably or the Catholic ones. Um, do you want to explain, John? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll, you know, I just we thought we'd share a little bit, sort of, you know flesh out a little bit about ourselves so i would, like the big thing for for polish people is that we have what we call vigilia the dinner during christmas eve at night um again this is sort of like a day where we also fast from uh from meat and we have fish in the evening you know we have all sorts of i guess every family will have different sort of things we have something called like a plum soup to start it's like a sweet soup then we have a pea soup So that's split peas and then just some main course afterwards with fish.
0: That's before Mass.
1: That's before Mass. That's That's right. right. But uh, the one unique thing that we do, which (laughs) it is, it's sort of funny to observe visitors and guests kind of coming into that pretty cold. Oh gosh. It's sort of, it's called a opwatki, where basically we have. um, I don't know what it, i guess it's unconsecrated host. It, nat- it's like, it, a wafer, it's wafer. like a wafer. It's like a wafer and uh usually in the, the in the image of a, some sort of sacred art whatever nativity scene or something. And the tradition is prior to even starting the meal what everyone does in the room is they basically break off a little piece. Sometimes they dip it into honey and then basically give it to every single individual, a piece to every single individual and with it they kind of give a blessing for the new year. Now I mean, even for us, my, you know, my my family, most of us tend to be slightly introverted. So if, even for us, this is still kind of like, oh, man, it's time. Um, Let's
0: get it over with. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe
1: why don't you mention how you felt the first time well, the as a visitor. Time,
0: the first time I had no idea what was happening. Joe had to explain, okay, you have to give it to someone like you would, you know, give communion to someone, basically. And then wish them something so for and and joe has a lot of siblings he has 11 siblings so for each individual person and their spouses you have to wish them something in particular for the new year and most of them tend like joe said tend to be pretty introverted and a bit awkward and i'm awkward so (laughs) so it's just it's a perfect storm but it this year was a bit better, I guess i I got I know your family a bit more after yeah. these four years of marriage, so it was it was fine, but it's always a little dreaded moment of Christmas at your house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's very again, yeah, very different, and maybe yeah uh, but again, for us it it sort of wraps up by six seven we're done, and then typically I go to the. The vigil mass, Christmas vigil mass, and then yeah, call it a day, and we're oh. sort of in by bed by. And again, we prior the, to that we also open up the presents. They, yeah. they do
0: that before mass, which is very weird for yeah. me because in the in Quebec culture, I, I, I guess it would be Catholic Quebecers would do that. Is um, the we usually go to midnight mass or an earlier mass, but the more traditional way is to go to midnight, and um, and after you come back, and that's when you have the big meal, which we call réveillon. Big meal with meat pies and turkey and lots of desserts, and after that big meal you open gifts. So if you can figure it out, it's it's it gets pretty late into the night. So that's what we did last year, and Teresa was uh, a year old, and the festivities went until four a.m. And then Teresa, being one year old, she woke up at six. Yep, it was it was a bit miserable. That's right. So I love the way my family does it, but I guess it's not very family friendly or I don't know. For kids kids like Teresa who really love their schedule, it it doesn't really work too well. Well,
1: uh, your sister who just lives down the street from here, yeah, they doesn't seem to matter at all. Those kids are...
0: They were partying. They were
1: partying. That's awesome. Yeah, Teresa's. Yeah, it doesn't matter if she went to sleep earlier. It doesn't matter or later. She'll still be up at six. So that was... That was a fun realization. Surprisingly, she slept through it all because she was still sort of like sensitive at that point. But no, she slept through it.
0: Teresa is a perfect sleeper. I have yeah. I have home births. And when Monica was born, Teresa just slept through it all. Oh and God, she God. was just upstairs. She, I'm sure she could hear it all, but no, she slept. So she's a really good sleeper. Praise be Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. And so right now we're in the suburbs of Montreal with my family. We're going to be here for New Year's. Um, the first thing that we did when we got here was get put Yes. putin. this delicious, delicious. Explain it to people. Delicious meal. It's very simple. It's fries, brown gravy and cheese curds. And the che- cheese curds have to be fresh because when they're fresh, they squeak.
1: That's actually a real thing. I, I, I thought she was kind of joking about this. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And of course, after I've had more and more of the right cheese and then I'm like, you know what? She's actually telling the truth.
0: Yes. And if you put those cheese curds into the fridge, you kill the squeakiness. Don't.
1: Yeah. So yeah, another thing I didn't realize is the um, cheese curds that you buy at the grocery store. Yeah. They're not like in the, they're in the deli section, but they're not like in a deli cooler. They're just kind of out in the open. So it's kind of, you're like, where are these things? And the thing is in um, outside of Quebec, typically, and I'm sure in Quebec too, typically you'll find the cheese curds in the deli, like cooler right away. You can kind of, that sort of raise the red flag that like, yeah, this isn't necessarily good stuff.
0: Right. So uh the ones that they have at this place they're beautiful, they they squeak, little perfect squeaky sound. It was a really good and it's a really good Friday meal as well because it's meatless because uh some people don't really know that, but even in the octave of Christmas it's not a it's uh, the Friday yeah. is not a solemnity. So if you uh not eat meats on Fridays, if you observe that uh that practice, then it's not a meat Friday. That's right. So we could have putzendo. So it was it was beautiful.
1: And then, and, uh, uh,
0: meeting the whole family today, my, my younger siblings, and we were scared that Teresa would be awkward, but she's been playing with them and she's been really friendly.
1: Yeah. It, it's that's, good
0: to...
1: that's hopeful because, um, yeah, she's right now, she's at a point where she's really comfortable. Well, with my family, I find it's still a little awkward here, the odd person here and there, but it's at the point now where she can go and play off, you know, play with one of my uh, younger brothers or my, uh, my nephew which is honestly that's that's such a blessing because i'm not sure if anyone else has that but like teresa was pretty much glued to us yes she was so sensitive she'd be okay for a while then someone she doesn't know comes and looks at her the rest of the day is is when i feel sorry from one of my brothers because he kind of like I, he kind of ruined her a little bit in a sense he just he, he he was too aggressive too nice to her right away and it's unfortunate but yeah the rest of the evening she just becomes all touchy-feely and Yes, that kind of that just it, it makes it harder for us to kind of really enjoy because we got a crying crying baby. Although Monica is again, she's still very chill and she'll just go with anyone, which is great. But she
0: smiles to everyone with her beautiful beautiful eyes and she melts everybody's hearts. So yeah. it, it still works for that until she becomes all strange, but do plays you, strange.
1: Does your family do anything special for New Year's? Not really. You guys, no. You guys the, are the big thing calm. that we do
0: is that my my father's side of the, f- the family were are pretty close. Um, back in the day when my grandparents were still alive they would gather the whole family and my father has um five siblings so there's are six in total and basically all of them have at least five kids so we have lots of cousins and we every year my grandparents would gather us all together and we'd have a big gathering around new year's day one year in montreal one year in quebec which were, were uh, quebec city where most families lived and my grandfather passed maybe 4 or 5 years ago and my grandmother passed 2 years ago i think um and the my cousins and i we decided to keep the tradition going so this year we are meeting in montreal it's going to be on january 2nd yeah. just to get m- most people gathered but a few of us will still meet and have a potluck meal and just enjoy some time together i i really like that i was i really love this family bond that we have that goes even beyond just siblings and parents. It's also with um, cousins. And, you know, that's something that I told Joy yesterday. I, I love the idea of Rome and I'm really excited by it. But the one grief I have is being so far from family. And sure, Skype exists and all that. That's what everybody tells me. But I'm, you know, I'm a quality time kind of person. That's my love language. I love spending time with people I love. And if I don't, even just like physical being physically in the same place it's not the same and i think that's going to be a little hard
1: yeah it's that's definitely the well i think that's a concern for even on my side of the family now even on my side of the family we're definitely i would describe most of us as kind of lone wolves we kind of do our own thing and that's fine but even then i mean i mean family is family right i mean there's there's always that invisible bond that keeps us together kind of thing right so i mean that that's where i think everyone really is kind of getting hit the most yeah again i i kind of you know i have to be careful because i can sometimes be very i don't know sometimes i'm kind of happy that i'm like that but i have to be mindful not to overdo and kind of just being very detached from the emotion aspect of it which is i guess part of my temperament too but for me it's kind of like yeah i know it kind of sucks but this is the right thing to do that's right but yeah, I I can't. You, I have you love me-
0: people. You have friends. You have family, and you love them. Of course, it's not saying that you're not attached to you, like you you love yeah. them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's right. But it's, sometimes it's
0: you're able to actually see the greater picture, and and yeah, and able to, and
1: that's important. I mean, you know, that's. Um, yeah, we, each and every one of us, and again, you might be called to kind of do something a little bit more dramatic, but we always have to be mindful of these bonds. And sometimes, yes. of course, they're a blessing. They're, you know, I wouldn't change that whatsoever. But sometimes maybe we're called to do something a little bit uh, drastic that might challenge those. Even you, yes. I mean, you know, we, maybe, you know, just touch briefly. I mean, yeah, when we met, we met through Catholic Match. Uh, that's how we sort of got together. What was it? 2012? Yes. Um yeah, one of the things it was—it was totally random—but the thing on your profile basically said like not willing to relocate whatsoever. Okay, and I kind of, I kind of took a shot in the dark with that. You be- still wrote. I still wrote. I'm like, whatever. She doesn't want to get together. It's not going to work. And uh, yeah, you responded, and here we are, you know, right now, five, six years later, almost seven now, contemplating well, going to Rome together. Like, it's
0: funny because I was not willing to relocate, but I. I deigned to reply to his message because he was a good... He seemed to be a good Catholic and he was studying in engineering at the point. So I'm like, oh, okay, good. A good, stable person. I like that. Yep. Little did I know, God was playing a joke on me.
1: Yeah, surprise. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, but again, even for you, right, you had to kind of... Early on, even in our relationship, had to make that call to leave eventually to Calgary. And yes. it wasn't necessarily going to be clear when we would come back and what have you. Now, we did get to come back a little bit closer, which now we can drive here, which is fantastic. That's right. But uh, yeah, this is going to be instead of a seven hour f- you know, drive, this is now a seven hour flight. So, That's right.
0: And yeah. I mean, if uh, I, I'm going into there with the, the thought that I won't be able to fly back just to get ready for any circumstance you know i won't be able to fly back to see my family but if the lord is good to us yeah i i might even i might even have a, a little job on the oh, side yeah, yeah. Sh- or
1: sh- yeah mention about your job that you got that no in, in the work. so
0: i i am actually a translator that's my um,
1: that's yeah. what i studied
0: in, in in university but what i really enjoy doing is french proofreading and i worked for a little bit for a newspaper a local newspaper and I really loved it but then I moved to Calgary and it it, it, it was and also my uh, my boss um, moved on from from her work so I didn't really have any contacts there anymore and I stopped working there but eventually I I know a journalist who works there now and I was asking you know I've been seeing a bit of mistakes on the website what's happening did you ever replace the the, the proofreader who was there and he's like no we haven't and honestly it's really hard for journalists to write articles and proofread them ourselves and it's really hard, and I'm and I said, you should maybe mention it because it's a big deal. it's yeah. a newspaper without a proofreader, who would even think of doing that? It doesn't make sense. So he said, okay, I'll mention it, and if you're available, can I can I offer your service? And I became so excited because it would be the perfect perfect job. They could send articles through email to me, and I would proofread them remotely. Remotely, which right? Is great. I, I could I mean, do that's... it anywhere. I would really really love to do that if Monica allows it, and she's been pretty.
1: She's been pretty good. She's I been mean,
0: pretty good and stable.
1: And I think even with my 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 adjusted schedule, we could definitely make it work. But yeah, that's one of the perks of your your background there is to be able to do that. So
0: so we're keeping our fingers crossed. I'm praying really hard that it works out. Um, I might even follow up with this journalist that I know because it would be perfect, and then it would maybe help a little bit with money, just because Joe is going to be a student, It's going to be stu- living like a student, but with a whole family. So we'll need to find some ways to make it work, and I'm sure that God will provide as well. So
1: Of course. Yeah, so let's... Keep, uh,
0: keep us in your prayers.
1: Yeah, lots of, lots of these little pieces now we got to, you know, hopefully line up and get going, because this is all part of the, the grand scheme of Rome and making it work. And, you know, I believe it will, but, you know, there's a little uncertainties that we'll kind of have to, to wade through. Yeah, alright, so maybe uh we'll uh, we'll take a b- quick break And then we'll come back and talk talk more about some spiritual stuff Discernment, whatever sort of comes up on our mind Hang tight, see you soon Now listen to the melody Maybe it come from me,
0: And I can sing like Patti Nelly I think it's plain to sing We're back. So I I wanted today, uh, I wanted to talk to you about our journey. I I realized that we haven't really explained to you guys where we lived and how we met and everything. So like Joe mentioned earlier, we met on uh, Catholic Match, which is a Catholic dating website. And I, I was so young. I was what like twenty one years old. I, it's yeah. not as if I was desperate or anything. But in Quebec, the situation is that there's there's not a lot of practicing people. And you... I kind of met a lot of young Catholic guys and...
1: Just didn't click, right? And You're it just always... didn't
0: click. It didn't work out. And I, I knew that I wanted to get married and have kids. So I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm just going to see what's out there. So I went on the website, spoke to a few guys, and then nothing really panned out until... Until I Joe kind of, wrote.
1: And I guess, yeah, on, on my my thing as well, I guess where I was at that point, just finished... You know, fourth year chemical engineering at the University of Toronto. I had a job lined up, good oil and gas job lined up in Calgary, which (laughs) I didn't mention right away. So
0: sneaky.
1: (laughs) Well, you needed to get to know me first. If I told you the thing out front, you would have been like, yeah, this is true, too dramatic. But I had to show you like, it might be worth it, you (laughs) know. And again, that's a little bit of my temperament too in that, um, not even my temperament, my personality, I would say, where I've just... I, it's even a family trait. It's a kind of funny family quality where we just, we're very reserved in terms of what we share with people and uh, that's just how we are. And so I'm very, I, like I will share with you uh, in my mind when it's required for you to know that. But you, so unla- unless As someone... me
0: for me, I'm, I'm an open book. People know everything about my life all the time. I just, that's just, that's how yeah. I am. I, I don't feel like hiding anything. I just talk a lot and say yeah. everything. Sometimes so- to a fault, I guess I could be a bit... Uh, it, like, it, it, Joe. <laughs> Joe knows details about my life, life in the bathroom that he probably wishes he didn't know. Yeah. So that's 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 me.
1: Yeah, more <laughs> than I need to know. But anyways, I just we grew up in a world where that wasn't the case. You kept your stuff together, and <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that was enough. We just needed to know that. But uh, yeah, I mean, so I was at that point also just you know looking you know like I, I uh, looking for someone um i don't know why i stumbled upon catholic match i, I don't i just i guess i googled it and it was just a, a thing there um and yeah so i i tried uh talking to a few folks within the area again nothing really that worked uh one of the things i would advocate for those who are interested in catholic match um you really gotta try not to limit yourself too much it's it's interesting to note that Like, let's say the four four or five people that I know, couples that have married now since Catholic Match, two of them are – there's a couple in London, and there's a few other folks that I know, London, Ontario. Uh, A lot of these people were either from, like, Canada and the U.S. or just, like, crazy journeys. Um, And Yeah, you you have a friend there as well in London. Same kind of thing. It's – you really got – you got to not be afraid maybe to broaden your horizons a little bit because you'd be surprised how hard it is to fight. If you're lucky and you have someone within your area, I mean, that's, you know, God blessings, that's good. Mm-hmm. But I think the reality for most people is the, you know, if you really want to find someone, sometimes you might be required to do something a little drastic. I mean, that seems to be the story, a lot of successful stories on Catholic Match. Not all stories, but successful yeah. ones, yeah.
0: So Joe wrote, I'm like, oh, Toronto, that's not too bad. He could move down here. I don't know if that's what I was thinking about, but...
1: Yeah, because at that point, you really didn't know I had the uh, the job no, in Calgary, No, because you right? didn't tell me. <laughs>
0: so we'd meet halfway in Kingston. It was about three hours for
1: both of us, for, yeah. for both
0: of us, and we'd meet there for the day, spend the day together, and then head back home the same day. It, it sounds crazy right now, but it was actually very doable. I'd leave at six in the morning and get back home at midnight. It,
1: it worked it's... well. I
0: liked it. I enjoyed driving.
1: Yeah, it's surprising we can do without kids, right? You can just drive, <laughs> exactly. drive crazy hours, do all these things, you know. That's um, right. And we did that probably what since uh, from from May to about end of July. So there were a few months where we were kind of doing that.
0: Yes, and uh, then you, and then you. He eventually told me about Calgary. I after we started being official and dating, and yeah. then he told me about Calgary. And of course, at this point, there's nothing I could do about it. Well,
1: you could have said no, <laughs> yeah, because but. at that point um, you were still. You were still not done school. No, I was, yeah. So you you had to basically go back. You had to stay. That wasn't an option for you just to kind of drop. That's but right. uh, we basically committed at that point that, I mean, even for me, kind of at that point, like I was pretty certain, I, I, well, pretty certain, very certain that I want to be with Jumviev at this point. But I think I think we still need more time. Again, it, it's one thing to spend a, a day with someone once a week. That's um, right. Because um, I, I think what can happen, I think we noticed it too, is that we – you you just focus on the good stuff, the good times. You don't want to focus on all the negative stuff. Kind of happens maybe in the background through text and stuff like that, which which always little small, really really small silly things kind of erupted exactly. and stuff. But it just didn't give you a full um, understanding and you know of, of the person you're gonna potentially marry, right? Yeah. So
0: we we Joe Joe was very generous and he would fly me to Calgary and during my reading week. So we we spent. He was living with his uh, sister.
1: With my sister, yeah,
0: and uh, she would host me as well, so we'd have a chaperone, which was awesome. My parents were happy about that, yeah. And uh, we'd spend the week together and get to know each other a little, little better. So, and and that was so much fun. I was not used to flying at all. It was so exotic and And exciting for me.
1: I had been flying a little bit by that point, and I really hated flying. So, like, not that I hate flying, I just the um, the appeal quickly, quickly gets like it sounds. Oh, I get to fly. You know, I get the, you know, the uh, the little little peanuts. Well, I don't even think Air Canada gives you anything anyways. They don't but, give you peanuts and anymore. And they give you like a drop of a drink or something. But like the whole appeal of it really kind of lost lost it for me pretty quickly. But for you, it was exciting. So I'm like, you know what? I don't necessarily want to fly. So I will fly you out here. And that's, we did that a few times. Yes. So we were, how long, doing long distance in Calgary on top of, a year and?
0: I finished school in December.
1: 20... in that December.
0: So for a few months. Hold on. No,
1: no, you finished the next you didn't come till the next year 20 2013 I think. That's possible. I think so. I think you think you finished in May there were then we were planning and then I think No, yeah. I
0: finished in December because oh, I had I, a
1: I proposed to you I think in uh
0: in June. In
1: June of 2013. Yes. Because um, you had already spent that time there in May. And then December, I, I don't know why. I can't remember the reason why, but by January 2014... that was done with
0: school at that point.
1: Oh, yeah. So that's January, when
0: I moved to yeah. Calgary.
1: So we were doing the long distance... For a while. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's also something to share. I mean, we... we yeah, there was even i would say what i must have we tried to see each other at least once a month a
0: month but you were you were traveling for work a little bit and then they would allow you to stop over yeah and
1: just change my flight routes a little bit so that i could i could stop in montreal but
0: he'd stop and see me or he would fly me up there so we would see each other i think around once a month which is not bad at all
1: yeah i i think it was yeah it was it was it was doable because it you know and yeah, that was uh that's pretty wild. So I mean, that's that was mm-hmm. kind of our life and it's kind of funny looking back at that now and it just seems like such a distant memory. I can't even remember having to do that. Right now we're married, we have two kids and uh but uh it would definitely again, we're trying just again trying to paint our paint our lives here a, a little bit to get a sense of sort of our again through all this whole process, you know, praying, discerning like what the heck is happening. This isn't kind of your you know, a very straightforward kind of relationship or life that we seem to be having. It's definitely kind of having some crazy twists and turns. Yes. Um,
0: oh, totally different than what I thought it would look like.
1: Yeah. All in all, though, like, again, you, you you do feel God's hand in all these things because it's every every single step of the way, It just you feel there's no regrets of the decisions. Actually, when, when I quit my first my job at the oil and gas company, Imperial Oil, I always felt right to do these things. And even with have just committing to it, like I, I knew that was the right thing to do. We just had to be patient and just wait for that uh, opportunity to come up. So.
0: And so just to finish the story, I moved to Calgary. I moved in with Joseph's sister and Joe got an apartment. Which That's was, how we made it work for a few months.
1: Which was supposed to be our place where we were supposed to live right? after we got married.
0: Yeah. But a few months before our wedding, Joe learned that he was
1: yeah I was selected to do uh, an expat assignment so an expatriate assignment in Houston. It wasn't Houston at first. It was uh, Fairfax, Virginia, which would have been really cool. So that's um, well, I don't know, thirty minutes away from downtown Washington D.C., the White House. Um, but they ended up uh, putting me to Houston instead. Um, so that was obviously a huge turn of events because I think I was supposed to go. I was supposed to go down there in august and we were going to get married in october of that year yes so that kind of really it was exciting i think i remember calling Viet from my office sort of all giddy kind of mentioning that um but that was again the lord kind of threw another little exciting little twist of events for us and surprisingly i don't recall you and having any grievances with that you were kind of almost excited even i think i was
0: excited the moving to calgary was still to this day probably the second hardest thing I've ever done in my life and the first one was have Teresa um, and uh, adapt to life with a baby but Calgary was on the top of the list for sure it was so hard I was crying for months and months because I never moved I, I lived all my life in this little Montreal suburb cute family friendly town that I loved and all of a sudden I was moving to Calgary away from my family and it was really hard but I guess at that point, I was used to it. And moving to Houston, that was exciting.
1: Yeah, Houston, that was, uh, again, we were there from, what, uh, September 2014 to June 2016. So two years, basically. Yes. And uh, loved it there. Really, really loved, again, getting a taste of the, again, this is like the epitome, like the, the like concentration of American culture down south in Texas you know so proud to be american kind of people awesome awesome time yeah
0: really awesome people we met some awesome awesome people the faith down there is mostly protestant but the catholic communities are alive and very oh, faithful
1: yeah. i mean our parish there st uh, st john vna oh my gosh like there were like so many masses like and the, yes. i'm guessing there were probably the number that kind of comes into my my, my mind is like 10,000 families maybe it, it, that sounds kind of crazy it might have been actually been more because yes. it's huge humongous right they had a, they had um i remember like just the, the size of this parish i think they had like um a, a building campaign i think they had to raise like 5 million dollars some kind of ridiculous amount they must have done that like through the pledges within like
0: a few a, weeks a <sighs> couple of weeks
1: maybe a few months but just, must, but even maybe. then like that was this is again so very affluent community down there where we yes. were we were in the energy corridor um just off uh I10 and uh 6 6 okay good <laughs> slowly losing uh, our memories here but uh yeah it was great we, and again it was at this point we were trying to have kids we were always trying to have kids no luck um we got in touch there maybe you can touch a little bit about Oh the, yeah the no specials. God's
0: providence was beautiful I I heard that um, there was this thing called Napro Technology. It's a, a Catholic-based uh, fertility. I, I don't know how to say it. Like but...
1: charting to just, I guess, plan your fertility. Like yeah. So
0: instead of going to see a regular doctor and they say, well, try IVF or did you tri- take the pill? You just you don't have that at all. So we went to see uh, Doctor Hilders in Houston. He's the son of the founder of Napro Technology. And we had so much help. He was really trying to fix the issues, and I had a few little issues. Um, being in the states, it was amazing because we had surgery right away, and our oh, health man. insurance was really was yeah. covering most of it. Surgery right away. Uh, I had to go to ER once. No weight whatsoever. It was remarkable. we had we had remarkable, remarkable help down there, and through Doctor Hildre's help, we actually conceived Teresa. Yeah, And mm. right a few months, maybe when I was 20 weeks pregnant, we moved back to Canada.
1: So in some ways, it almost felt like, again, you look at kind of how God works through these things. It's always it's always in hindsight, you kind of think. But yeah, it almost felt like coming down there was just almost maybe just to kind of uh, fix this whole, you know, your system a little bit. Yes. And right, you know, right there, we got uh, we got uh, Teresa there. Right. So that was um, again, yeah, coming from from Canada down to the States. I, 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 you know, I'll be honest. I've never really been too happy with the, the Canadian healthcare primarily. Again, I might just, I must've just had like a bad streak of doctors and all this stuff, but again, never, as you mentioned, never focusing on treating the the issue, the root. It's always kind of the, the surface stuff. So, and it's such a pain to get this, like the, we could go right away to Dr. Hilders as our specialist. We just went, you know, if you have the insurance, you can go. You just
0: surgery two weeks later. As here Teresa needs to have something checked out and I had to jump through hoops, family doctor, pediatrician, dermatologist. It's been months. It's just been just two kind of months and I, I still haven't seen the dermatologist. So of course there's issues with the American healthcare system. We won't get into it too much, but our experience has was been very
1: positive, yeah.
0: really positive.
1: Yeah. So that's uh, so that was that. We were in Houston for two oh, years and beautiful, we have... beautiful, beautiful food beautiful food we love tex-mex I mean if you're ever down there papacitos is kind of the, the kind of the mainstream chain It's
0: mainstream but right. say we
1: also really loved the uh, Lupe tortilla and that's also it's a it's, it's a, a local a, chain yeah but that you can't go wrong with that Rudy's barbecue you know just and uh was taste of Texas if you want a great te- uh, steak steak mm-hmm yeah so I mean Houston there was definitely a, a time for us to kind of mature with each other grow with each other there were lots of I think that was great that we we're kind of by ourselves at that point because yes. we really got to work through so many things I mean, we can talk endlessly. I mean, um, I think that's just kind of give you a good taste of sort of where we were. Maybe we'll touch a little bit more on on our time in uh, in Delhi here on our farm, but uh, yeah, we, I think we'll uh, wrap it up here. And we just want to thank you all for uh, for attending the show. And uh,
0: Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll see you next week.
1: Take care. Yeah. Yeah.